0: (laughs) Leave me alone. (laughs) We all tired. I don't want to hear your excuses. We're talking about me. I I was talking about me.
1: (laughs) Look, I almost overslept for this, so
0: Hey, I get it, bro. Well, anyway, welcome to another episode of the Traveling Hoopers Podcast. I am your host, Alan Pettigroup Jr. In, in front of me are my two friends, Calvin. Philip, go ahead and introduce you guys.
1: Um, you know, uh, what's up, everybody? You know, as usual, I'm here. I'm Calvin McGowan, second. And I'm probably going to be watching more women's basketball today than men because, like, the, the men don't look that interesting on paper. But yeah, uh, it's been, you know, good. Like, basketball's been good.
2: Uh, what's up? Uh, my name is Philip Jackson, a.k.a. Mr. Salad. And uh, Alan Ion, not your friend. That's cool. That doesn't hurt my feelings. <laughs> that, that, just, that cool hurt mine.
0: <laughs> Ignorant, man. Uh, <laughs> but let's go ahead and get into <laughs> the news for the day. Uh, let's go ahead and just talk about the Nets. They recently picked up LaMarcus Aldridge from the buyout, and then they got Blake Griffin which means they now have, what, a starting five that have all been previous All-Stars, but it does not matter because only three of them are currently All-Stars? I mean,
2: Blake Griffin was like, here's can... in his interview, Blake Griffin was like, uh, he like asked him how he felt about LaMarcus Aldridge coming, and Blake Griffin was like, I mean, I don't get it. For the last two years, people, people have been telling me I'm bad. So all of a sudden, I'm good again to y'all? Like, I truly don't get it. So, like, I know what I am, and, like, I listen to, like, my basketball circle of people I trust who know actually about basketball, but outside of that, y'all fickle. <laughs> I was crying because <laughs> he was just speaking real truth, you know what I mean? He was like, all of a sudden, I'm good again right now. Like, y'all tripping, but, you know, uh, I'm a really big Blake Griffin fan. If you know me, you know basketball, you know that'd be the case. So any chance him to get a championship, I'm okay with. When it comes to Kevin Durant and, like, people being upset, like, Kevin Durant can't win a championship by himself. Kevin Durant, no one wins a championship by themselves. But also, I'm perfectly okay with, like, player control in the NBA and, like, players having, the, you know, the decisions to do what players want to do. Now, if it's you going to a team that beat you the year before in the playoffs in the, se- in the seven-game series, then, like, that kind of hurts me in, like, a competitive nature kind of way. But if you just join it up with whatever – um to go to this team like when lebron did it, i was hurt but i was also like 17 so like uh, you know i was like 17 16 so like, my whole mindset about things was different now i'm like player control you do what you
0: want you know what i mean so yeah, yeah. see i personally don't have an issue with it i'm glad it's happening because this is what's kind of supposed to happen at the tail end of your career like whatever team is good, you're supposed to go help them get a chip. Who's at the end? <clears throat> For Blake Griffin and LaMarcus Aldridge, they're not getting back to all star level. Like, it, it, do you think that's safe to say that neither one of them are going to be all stars again in their career? Maybe Blake Griffin has a, a case, but I don't. I don't think Blake Griffin or LaMarcus Aldridge. Are going back to all-star level, so when we're 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 looking at your peak and seeing how far you are away from your peak and how long you've been in there, they're closer to out than in. Um. Yeah.
2: Let's see. I mean, like Aldridge is close to his tail end because he's thirty-five years old. Blake Griffin's just thirty-two. You know what I mean? He got like he's tail end being, I guess, the back half of his career. Yeah. But 32 years old, for a guy who plays a low post, who has a good footwork, he can be in the league for a while. You know what I mean? Especially in, if he's plays for teams that he don't have to, like, carry on his back. You know what I mean? Like, he going he he to have... Mike Green has a kind of game where he could legitimately play until he's, like, 30, 38, 39. Morgan Aldridge, he's going to be out, like, two, three years. <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Because, like, what? He's averaging, when it the Spurs, like, 12 points a game the last, like, two years, something like that. So, like... He, on the tail end, but, like, he's also older, you know what I mean, by, like, three years, so, you know.
0: So, why can't we say the same about Blake Griffin? I know this is, like, your one of your favorite players, but considering the season that he was having in Detroit and then barely playing last season, right, because of injuries, and then knowing what we know about all of his injuries, uh-huh. wouldn't it be safer to say that this? I mean, it, I mean
2: I'm mean, i not going to be mad at me with the argument. You know what I mean? But uh, three years in the NBA is a significant amount of time. That's three seasons. You know what I mean? Like, three seasons in the NBA, unless you're LeBron James, like, that's a significant amount of time. And, you know, if let's say, for instance, let's say they both go to play for the age of 40, the age of 39, whatever, right? All of a sudden, you're going from five years to eight years, and that's, like, a big difference. You know what I mean? So, so that's why I personally, but I don't foresee – but, like, LaMarcus Aldridge, I also can foresee to, like, go towards your point to kind of backtrack on my own. LaMarcus Aldridge, I don't know what he does out of basketball. Blake Griffin has is already setting, has for years, actually, already been uh, setting up his career post-basketball doing comedy, like stand-up comedy and being in movies and so on and so forth. So I can see Blake Griffin transitioning out in like a much more like I like you know seamless way because he's not trying to be a bass player that like keeps going to the wheels fall off you know what I mean so like that kind of goes to your point and less on my point but like I don't know like if you're just taking like age eight to five years makes a difference if you're going for to add four as a baseline but then like uh you know uh but also it could go it could transition the opposite way just from, like, their post, you know,
0: what they, what they set up for themselves post-career. Okay, I feel you. So, with this signing, has this changed anything you've expected for the Brooklyn Nets? I mean, yes. For so, me. I
1: mean, I would really need to see them to have an opinion in that regard, but, like, if nothing else, if for no other reason, like, they, you don't need them for anything else, they'll probably improve the defense of the team like in in not so much in an effort way but in like an actual talent and ability way. Like they like the from what I saw watching the net, the the degree to which their defense is any good at all is completely because dudes have use effort and not because they're actually good at defending players like, with Griffin and Aldridge, you have some dudes that are better at actually defending people. They may not be the best defenders at this point in their careers, um, but, like, they are the lead. They should still be much better than other players on the team, and just, like, you have, they have big men now. Kind of. Like, so that's, <laughs> I mean, Aldridge definitely counts. Griffin mostly counts, depending on how you want to look at where you want to put him in. But, yeah.
2: I mean, I, I think about it like this. James Harden is unreal. Point mm-hmm. blank period, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And James Harden was unreal. And actually, no matter what anybody says, for the teams that he had in Houston— He did very, very well against, like, a dynasty, right? Those Golden Mm -hmm. State Warrior teams were objectively ridiculous. And he did well against them several seasons. James Harden right now is putting up better, if not the exact same numbers. With these other people that are Blake Griffin, who, no matter what you say, very high basketball IQ. Had, it hadn't played on a team that takes, you know, the offense uh, is not ran through him, mainly since the Clipper days, what, three, four years ago, whatever. Mm-hmm. Lamarcus Aldridge, who <clears throat> a big man, sit there and shoot jump shots, and you know, he's a little soft, but whatever, but just sit there and just shoot jump shots, that's, that's fine, right? But at the end of the day, strong basketball IQ. And then, just toss in Kev- Kevin Durant and tossing Kyrie, right? Now, I know they're hurt now, but they're obviously being precautionary before the playoffs start. Like, that's that with just James Harden. What have they been like? Last they've been like 17 and 3 or something like that, like the last like 20 games, something nuts like that. With just James Harden, without with Blake Griffin for three or four of those games, and with Noah Marcus Aldridge and Kevin Durant for a little bit of them, and Kyrie for who knows how many of them. <laughs> I can't keep track of me player or not. Just with James Harden being the point guard and having people around him, before, I was like, it, I didn't know who was going to win between Philadelphia and the Nets. It was a toss-up to me, honestly, because Joel B was playing out of his mind before he got injured. And it's not even like a crazy injury. He's going to come back from it, right? But the Nets are winning an NBA championship this year. And that's a winning NBA championship, and it, I think this is the first time where I've been able to call it this early in the season and been okay with it. Like I'm, I kind of like Kevin Durant again. I don't know why. I I did not like him for a long time because of what he did in Golden State, but I think I like him because, okay, I say even think of Kevin Durant. I think it's less about Kevin Durant and more that I really want James Harden to get a championship. Like James Harden is one of the most disrespected superstars. In league history, for, for as long as I, I can remember the league. Like, since I've been cognizant and aware. People love to hate James Harden. Now, does he make it easy sometimes? Obviously, right? But in the day, people love to James hate James Harden. James Harden gets a chip. You can't say nothing to me about James Harden. Because James Harden's running this team right now. He's legitimately running it. So... You can't say nothing about James Harden no more. If James Harden the championship, and I'm rooting for James Harden over anybody else, cause he he didn't go through a lot. That, those Houston days, uh, like listen, James Harden need championship, and I'm all for it. It's not it's less about Kevin Durant, more about James Harden. Less about Kyrie to me, and more about Blake Griffin, James Harden, and I really, I truly don't care about the Marcus Aldridge. He's the softest big man since Roy Hibbert. Like I, I truly don't care.
1: You know. I. <laughs> What? <laughs> it's like I I I disagree with some of what you said, but I will say that like like I I like I, I don't want the Nets to win a championship and I'm comfortable saying that. But like You hater. They Yeah. It's just like I thought about it and like I understand why yeah. I don't want them to. And I'll accept it, like for like I will I'll accept that one. But like Harden is the most important player on that team. Right? Like we can Yes, KD. K, here's the thing, like KD is, you know, probably the best. That's fair, right? But Harden is the most important. Like their offense does not run like they need it to with no Harden, because Kyrie is not a point guard. His, yeah, he's not a point guard for real. He's just an undersized two. Um, and KD was never a point guard. And is a decent enough passer, but like he's not a facilitator for real. No. And Harden is an amazing facilitator and a good volume sport. Who and he gets the line at a disgusting rate. But like he, like if 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 he gets hurt, right? They like they will not like if something happens it puts him out for the season. They're they're not winning a championship. No, you're
0: because, right. Because
1: like. Because, like, they he can work because of his facilitation ability, he can work with the other players in a way that, like, the other players can't necessarily work with each other without him. Yeah. Um, but also, I would just like throw out there they have like Griffin and Aldridge signed to that team for a combined 2.1 million, which Will it, is baby? which is well below market value. I just want to, like, even if we're, like, they're they're basically washed versions of themselves. And that is well below market value.
2: (laughs) Like, first of all, James Harden don't get hurt unless you elbow him in the head. (laughs) Like James Harden, for whatever reason, like, his game is just so below the rim that, like, there's no opportunity for him to get hurt. And, but you would think the way he shoots threes, where he's flying into people, uh, Mm -hmm. and, like, lunging four to three, that, like, his ankles would be, you know, shot a little bit, but this man really underratedly, like in like a and like he plays crazy minutes, but like in like mm-hmm. an underrated way, he's in a, like a Le- LeBron James like league in terms of just not getting hurt but playing crazy minutes. So, um, but LeBron obviously stands out more because like- LeBron and he's like a physical, like he's a physical like oh I don't know like anomaly. I don't like calling people yeah. basketball players freaks, but he just he's just physically yeah. superior in terms of athleticism amongst everybody. So he just yeah. is like in more compromising positions to get hurt. But besides this year, but he's thirty six and whatever. But um, but yeah, like Harden,
1: he did just get hurt.
2: Yeah, he's just got hurt. But he just got hurt for the first time his career at thirty six. Like truly hurt. You know what I mean? And uh, what a run it was. But James Harden is like in terms of durability is on that same level. You know what I mean? So, like, uh, I'm pretty – I'm okay with – like, I'm pretty confident in him not getting hurt. It's just everyone else. Not And Kyrie's not even hurt a lot of times. It's like, is Kyrie going to be mentally? For a while, it was Kyrie getting hurt physically, but now was like mentally. Like, was he going to be there, whatever? Kevin Durant, obviously, you know, Kevin's coming off the – he's coming off these big injuries. And then Blake Griffin had – you know, he was injury-prone for the last, like, two years in, in, in Detroit, so –
0: I don't think you can rule out injuries for Kyrie either. Hasn't he been injured like every season? He's been
2: injured a crazy amount, but I am, for some reason, in my mind this, uh, this this could be obviously wrong, but it's like he hasn't been injured physically. Well, for Boston, he missed the whole playoffs. He was uh, He missed
0: uh, like two ago? Brooklyn. He missed some. He missed a good amount of time Man, last year he, with Brooklyn. Missed, yeah.
2: Oh uh, no, Kyrie, you finished too. So, but like. Kyrie, <laughs> I don't know why my, my mom thought that, but Kyrie is injury prone. Like Kyrie's injury prone. Kevin Durant wasn't for a long time. Now it seems to be that case for him. Blake Griffin, you know, when you were when you were at one point that athletic, it was just bound to happen. You know what I mean? I um, mean, LaMarcus he be he plays, but like he's so he's so boring to watch. A lot of you, man, he's so it's the most timid big man. Whatever, I hate big men who shoot a lot of jump shots. But man. like, a hundred uh, percent, because I I I don't. I hate on his game. He did really good for Portland, then, like, has not been to that level since. He was like, he had like, a good year in St. uh, in
0: uh, with Spurs. Yeah, yeah. Like year yeah, that first Tim year Duncan was St. Antonio. Yeah.
2: yeah, the weird that Tim Duncan retired or something like that. But, like, I don't, I truly don't care about his game at all. Um, but you know, it is what it is. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm old. Look, the next main championship, I'm not mad at it. James Harden. It's gonna be because James Harden too. He's gonna win MVP. Watch, I'm calling it right now. Nets win the playoffs. Nets win the finals. James Harden is the MVP, and everybody's gonna be mad, and I'm gonna love it.
1: Finals MVP or regular season MVP?
2: As of right now, he could win both. Oh, you feeling so. Me personally, I want Dame to get regular season MVP. Personally, as of right now, because he's been doing some ridiculous things. And CJ was out for a long time, too. And Nurkic is out right now. Yeah. It's, it's, and they're, like, what, the fourth series or something like that? And Dame's been literally carrying them. You know what I mean? So I think Dame deserves MVP. But you know <laughs> what what they mean about what You know what they do with MVPs. Yeah. Right?
1: No, no, I, no, I got you. I got you. Yeah.
2: But, like, yeah, I, like Dame deserves it more. But I wouldn't be surprised the way that the, the Nets are playing if James Harden got it. Especially with LeBron being out and with Embiid being out.
1: What other you know trade deadline news and such? The Nuggets acquired Aaron Gordon for dang it, who would they give up? Did they get Hampton? Harris.
0: Yeah, they gave up Hampton Harris in a first rounder. Yeah, but I like this. Yeah, this is the first. This is the first trade I've seen in a while where I really feel like both sides won. Like, the Magic got a youngish vet in Harris. Like, Harris knows how to ball. And then Hampton, like, them adding Hampton is going to give them one of the, like, most interesting long-term backcourts in, like, all of the NBA. We're talking about Markel Fultz. We're talking about RJ Hampton. We're talking about Cole Anthony. Like, those are at least two dudes that we know can score at this level in Cole Anthony and Markel Fultz. And then RJ Hampton is probably one of the most athletic guards that we have in the entire league. Like, that's just going to be a really interesting, like, trio of guards for, like, the next three or four years. Because I think that's that's the amount of time that they really have to prove something. Uh, And then Aaron Gordon is exactly who I feel like the Nuggets need and have been looking for. Like, we talking about, like, a 6'9", small forward, power forward type dude who's athletic and pretty good at defense when their 6'9", 6'10", small forward is not. So, and I really want to see Michael Porter Jr. and um, Aaron Gordon on the court together. I don't know what it's going to do, but... I I just feel like the, the spacing that Porter gives with like the ability to cut that Gordon has, like, I'm interested. See, I told you I like Aaron Gordon.
2: I mean Aaron Gordon just fits in well with most with a lot of teams. This is saying his his playing style just is like easily like, you know, placeable. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially when you have your I mean, your best player is a big man who just passes the ball to cutters and To be able for open jump shots, and Aaron Gordon doesn't ever he does never he he doesn't ever need to be doing too much jump shots, cuts, dunks. That's what he needs to do, and the Nuggets
0: fits perfectly with that system. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I guess we should talk about Andre Drummond too, since we over here. Yeah,
1: we should we should. Um, what he went to the Lakers. And his co- the contract that he signed he th- that was the money that he paid th- that he gave to uh, the Cavs for his buyout. Um. So and he's like a cap hit for like a little over five hundred thousand. So like they they have enough room to add another player if they want to for some reason. Um. So you know this is just it's actually kind of dumb when I'm saying it out loud. I mean granted the. Lakers are probably going to struggle because you know no AD, no LeBron, and like Drummond. If you just let him do what he wants to do, is kind of just an empty stats guy. Um...
2: The Lakers aren't gonna. The Lakers aren't gonna make the Western Conference, or they're not gonna uh, make the finals. So what's that. Uh,
0: you think even even with. Um, LeBron and AD coming back at some point, I, I imagine. Let's say I, they come back at the end of the month. You don't, you still don't think they'll make the finals?
2: I really think the Rondo pickup for the Clippers is huge.
0: Mm.
2: Like, it doesn't need to about... You, you know Ron Rondo. That's
0: fair. It doesn't yeah.
2: necessarily make... Like, the stats, like, oh my gosh, like what's he doing, like, regular season? That don't matter. Like, what the Clippers needed was a smart assist man who has, a, like, a strong basketball IQ and who has leadership, like, true leadership qualities. And the only reason the Lakers won the NBA championship last year is because of Rondo. Because they were struggling without Rondo. Like, they, they, they just were, right? And I, I I truly think that Rondo makes that much of a difference, especially on, like, a teetering team of, like, are you good or are you great? Rondo is a kind of player and has proven himself over and over and over again to jump you from good to great. Point, point, period, period. Uh, Mm -hmm. And and a lot of times, it is things that, you know, this is cliche amongst, you know, basketball coaches, but he does things that don't show up on the stat sheet. But it's just true. You know what I mean? Uh, Because essentially, he's a coach on the floor. Uh, So I do think that even with the pick of Andre Drummond, uh, the Lakers don't the Lakers don't go to the NBA Finals this year. Like, and if they did win, and if they did win and they didn't go to the NBA Finals, <laughs> like we just mentioned, they ain't winning the NBA Finals because we all know who that is.
1: So, um, what I will say with that is, one, you reminded me that there was one game, I can't remember if it was the NBA Finals or the uh, series before, but Vogel pulled Rondo when Rondo was would have, based, would like, seemed like he was trying to make a comeback by himself, like, it was one of the games they lost, I didn't understand that, because he got, like, two assists, like, two steals and, like, way up straight up or something, like, he was, and, and, like, Vogel just, you know, you know, time to come out, just, like, why would you do that, but I'm sorry, more to the point, though, it's just, like, he's really good for the Clippers, like you said, because, like, Actually, probably the best thing, outside of just making everybody more dangerous when you go on the floor, is just, like, he doesn't fold. And, like...
2: doesn't fold.
1: He will make sure he do not fold. Like, he... And, like, we know, like, Paul George will fold. And, like, Kawhi will... He might... He he doesn't fold so much as, like, he just might not show up. Like, he'll try. It just... Like, he he might just have a bad game, for real. Which happens. Fair enough. But, like... (laughs) It's just like, well, it's just like, the thing is, like, if we say, like, Kawhi folds, it's more like he just, he didn't make the shots he needed to make. It's not like him just disappearing and not taking shots and whatever. See,
2: it was funny, because we say, like, but, like, that happened one time out of his career. <laughs> like, like literally, and, one time, this man won two chips. That's like, why know, I didn't
1: really it's why I didn't really say like he folds for real. Like we but, know Paul George folds. But you didn't but say
2: like, you know people will people have said that, right? Like they've lumped him weirdly off of one year into like this Paul George like sphere. And like you can't do that. Because mm-hmm. they're two different players. One has two championships, one has a finals MVP two years ago, like not even that long ago. And one's the other Paul the other's, the other's Paul George. <laughs> who who God we all know, significantly folds, then blames Doc Rivers uh, when Doc Rivers is gone, and then Doc Rivers takes the 76ers from, like, teetering to, oh, wow, Joel Embiid's an MVP player? It's, it's, whatever. I think I just hate folders now, so. That's,
1: I mean, what, I guess the, the net state has to go somewhere.
0: <laughs> I guess. Um... I I feel like one thing you guys didn't mention with the Rondo signing, well, I guess you did, but not fully say it with words. This kind of helps Kawhi too, just mm-hmm. keeping him off the ball. Like we we saw what it was with Toronto. Like yes, Kawhi has become a really good playmaker in himself, but that's burning the end. Of, that's burning the candle at two ends with Kawhi. Like he doesn't need to be your best perimeter uh, playmaker. Your best scorer and your best defender.
2: Like, like. it's crazy. Yeah, he, he can do two out of three, but not three out of three. Like, it's hey, uh, exactly. like, you know, two, out, so, two out of three is too hard. Two out three of three is so, hard. Like, Kawhi is one of those guys, right? Where when Kawhi's in his spots, Kawhi, when Kawhi's in his spot, you literally, literally can't stop him. Like, like, it's literally impossible, right? We saw it with the Spurs and we saw it with the Raptors. I was saying with the Clippers, Kawhi's not hitting his spots, or he's trying to hit his spots, but it's much more difficult, especially when you have a point guard who is, you know, Patrick Beverly, for all he is, he's – Patrick Beverly's the kind of player where in 25 years, we're going to be sitting there and watching somebody and be like, man, he reminds me of Patrick Beverly, and our kids are going to be like, who's that? Like, that's the kind of guy Patrick Beverly's going to be. Like, he's going to be a forgetful player, but – for the people at the moment in the time when he was playing, we all remember him. But but he's not going to do nothing in terms of a championship caliber team. You know what I mean? But if he comes to the bench, I'm all for that. But a starting point guard? No, no, no. You need to have a man who knows what he's doing, has a strong basketball IQ, and goes quad. go on the block, and they can't stop you. You had Tony Parker doing it for you? Cool. You had Kyle Lowry doing it for you? Cool. Patrick Beverly can't do it for you. And Lou Will on the bench, he just don't play that kind of game. All of a sudden, got Rondo. Uh, it's gonna be crazy. I'm just gonna say the Lakers gonna have a tough time
0: now. Yeah. I would like to see Rondo in uh Kawhi argue at some point during this season. I feel like that would be hilarious.
2: <laughs> what is that? Kawhi oh I mean, did, did did Kawhi say like he was in like uh it was when he was in Toronto. And somebody he just told the teammates, like, they didn't pay me all this money or something like that to pass you the ball. Did you hear about that?
1: <laughs> I did not. I did not. Yes. Yeah.
2: Kawhi, apparently, Kawhi just, in the locker room just says, like, low, like in his tone of voice, I... like, low-key, just slick things like that, apparently all the time. Like, I'm here to score, not pass you the I ball.
1: Had... <laughs> Ka- is, granted, like, I, I don't think I say like, stuff like that, but there are plenty of quiet people who are like, will just, like, say some slick stuff. And like, it's not uncommon that folks just don't catch that mess. Mm.
0: Like, you quiet, but you still an asshole? <laughs> kind
1: of, yeah. Or, like, you just say stuff to, to say stuff. Like, yeah. But that. also, like, if I was a teammate, I'd start a fight, like, I would fight him for that just because. Like, he's not wrong.
2: You couldn't fight you him. Fight he yeah. again, he getting paid this. Yeah. <laughs> you won't find no. He's still
0: getting paid yeah, after we fight. First time be he- First time he slaps you, you gonna be like, "I'm good, I'm good." He, he, he got all his fist up. He gonna slap you. You be like, "Okay, that's fine."
2: You are trying to fight Kawhi? You're out the league. <laughs> like you're out the like. The owners are so angry at you, they'll blackball you. Like it's, it might it is about to happen? Like Kawhi's a, a high commodity. Like I yeah. like how the
0: other twenty nine owners are mad at you too. Yeah. <laughs> like
2: come on, bro. This not oh, even so like funny, Kawhi, though. Kawhi barely talk? Yeah, guy. you can't be on my team. It's like
1: you don't know how to treat nice things. <laughs> you don't know how to treat nice um, things. Oh, that's a
0: whole human being. <laughs> Um. Oh yes. So the Oklahoma the Thunder have um. let Every draft pick <laughs> until twenty twenty six.
1: They have a crap ton. Of, they have a crap ton of draft picks. Hold up. Wait.
0: Seventeen first George
1: Hill or did like. Or do they sign, or do they get George Hill? They traded George Hill. Okay. Well, in that because of that trade, they now, in addition to having a crap ton of draft picks, also have a crap ton of exceptions. They have exceptions worth half uh, two, mil, 12.8 mil, 10.1 mil, 9.5 mil, 7.4 mil, and 6.7 mil.
0: Do you understand why OKC is my favorite team? No.
1: <clears throat> because they do nonsense like this?
0: No, this is the, this, as far as I'm concerned, when everything is working out, this is one of the best franchises, period. I don't think there, I don't think there's too many uh, front offices that are better. Nobody uh, drafts, okay, they are top five when it comes to drafting. Uh, Even when they do not have a good team, the product that they put on the court is solid. They're going to try. They're going to have a lot of heart. I'm not about to watch these kids, um, but they be trying. They really do. Uh, I, I just, 34 picks over until 2026. Um, <clears throat> we can't get Kade this year. I don't really like nobody in this next draft like that to be saving a franchise. It, look, we got a chance. This is this I, why I'm like okay see they be trying, they give you hope. This is this is one of those franchises that's they they that's gonna keep crazy. the dream alive. They're gonna like, keep like, lying I, to you. I don't like to be teased. <laughs> they give you I, hope. I do <laughs> if you're not gonna give me nothing, at least make me think I'm gonna get something. And that's what they do. They've been they've been doing it. they've been doing it since uh Kevin that's Durant left. I'm okay with it. Dog. That's a crazy statement. Don't don't, have,
2: don't, make, don't make don't don't dangle a twinkie in front of my face. Let me get that. You know what I mean?
0: But look, here's the thing. You know how hard it is to get? Through? As far as I'm concerned, the Twinkie in the NBA is either having a really good team or right. being a championship. That's why... Not, not every. That's not for everybody. That's why you're and a fan of I don't team, think that's for the Thunder
2: yet. That's why, you're a fa- that's why if you're a fan of a team in the NBA, only like one of like six teams. Wait, say that again? If you're a fan of a team in the NBA, you better be choosing one out of six. Or seven.
0: Possibly. That's
2: right. That's true. You better be a Lakers fan, a Celtics fan. You know what I mean? You better be a, a, a Chicago Bulls fan. You better be a Heat fan.
1: I hold up, take a that one Bulls back. They they have they haven't been good for real since Jordan left.
2: Guess <laughs> what? Guess what? You still can. But even today, twenty twenty one, you can still hold on to that Jordan though. Just <laughs> like like It, it don't matter. You can still hold on that Jordan. Oh, okay. like because, because they do. Even when you see when on you that, they, yeah. they still hold on Jordan. That's all it is. You can do it. And you might be needing to be a, if everything goes right, a Nets fan.
0: Yeah. We'll see. Historically good players in your franchise. I guess. We can talk about it. If we're talking about yesterday, your love. Yesteryear love. That's because right, that, you, you know that's what it is with Michael Jordan. That's a yesteryear love. It's like that's stop. Fine. Why no, you, no, no, the no, whole is Jordan? It's not Jordan. Really? Not yesteryear when it's the goat. The goat. It's yesteryear. It's
2: yesteryear.
0: <laughs> anyway. Yeah. OKC got a lot of draft picks.
2: Yeah, but like this is OKC, so I won't add I yeah, mean, hey, they, they all. Also- you with the exceptions,
1: work. they also have a crap ton of money to spend, which Ain't I'm nobody... assuming. Like, hmm? well, here's my thing with it, right? In fairness, I don't really, I don't know exactly how long exceptions last, and it probably depends a bit on the exception, given that like you can trade them and such. But like, right? So they have a crap ton of draft picks, they have a crap ton of exceptions, and even even if you want to sit and be like, you know, free agents don't sign with. OKC, like the OKC's of the world. Um, like they can still like put some, of like they can get some good young players and package a bunch of that stuff to give to some team who's going to be good in the next two or three years. Like who could actually, who, who would actually want it for some player to actually worth something or something or, or what have you. Now, I have no idea what they're actually going to do with all that. Obviously, you can't keep all the picks, not because, like, you don't want to, but because, like, that's just – it's too many draft
0: picks? Is it <laughs> – like, Those unless – I draft picks. Ask Boston. I mean,
1: like, you keep – like, you use – like, I'm not saying – you use a bunch of them. I'm not saying don't. Like, if this – like, if, if – like, because – Worst-case scenario, you get, especially, like, if some of them, I'm, I think some of them are first-rounders, some of them are second-rounders. Like, second-rounders, you can take fly- flyers on dudes. Like, I think this dude seems interesting, or, like, I think he might we might be able to turn him into something. Just take a dude just cuz, right? If he doesn't work out, you, you're good. Or, like, you, you get him in training camp, and you're like, actually, you know what? He is ass, and, like, there's no salvaging him. Like, you, you, you don't have to pay him. Um... With the first rounders, you know, you get the best player that you can, maybe fill a need or what have you, and just trying to develop that talent, which is basically what the Thunder have done anyway. It's what most small market teams that have ever been good at some point in their histories have done. Like, a lot of it is just ultimately your best players are going to be the dudes you already had over – like, you drafted.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And maybe, like, one or two dudes, like, you got from free agency. But for some... Now that I say it like that, I'm not even sure how Zach Randolph got over here. But that's a whole other thing for another day.
0: Um, But, yeah. Um, also... Zach hmm? Randolph was free agency. Hmm? I believe Zach Randolph was free agency. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Because I think he started off with his career in Minnesota, but you know. No, no, I was, uh,
1: I know he was in Portland for a while. Apparently that was a dumpster fire or something.
0: Yeah, the jailblazers. Do you remember
1: those? (laughs) I do not, because (laughs) when I really started following basketball, he was basically already a grizzly. So I do not, but it's like I've heard about it. It sounds terrible.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you can't
2: see that like a fight. You couldn't call them no jailblazers nowadays, I guarantee that. Oh no, no, nah. that's, that's racial th- undertones. They got <laughs> mad. So many. At, they got mad at thugs, so I highly doubt you could say jailblazers to a bunch of black people and be like, "Yeah, it was tight." Uh, <laughs> uh, I was uh, sure. They uh,
0: wasn't meaning Yale yeah, was tight when they was calling them jailblazers either. That was references to criminal <laughs> records.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Um, also the Thunder waved Austin Rivers. Um he's probably going Jeff,
2: to the Bucks, I heard.
1: Jeff they just signed uh the, the Bucks just signed uh Jeff T. Oh yeah.
0: Oh so like, Austin Rivers
2: sitting next. I know I didn't know Jeff T was in the league.
1: Yeah, he's he's still hanging around out here. Wasn't Jeff T playing with Boston earlier this year?
0: I don't think so. I'm almost, I'm almost sure one of the T's was playing with listen, his something You do got to
2: say one of the T's. We all know one Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, Marcus. Marcus in Israel or something like that right now. we talking about one of the T's, man. <laughs> Just and he, was with the Celtics. Uh, he was with the Celtics. Yeah. I,
0: what happened there? He went and played one no do you remember like the first couple games of the season they looked really good with him like I, I think it went downhill afterwards but they looked really good with him as the starting point guard I was like if this is your backup when Kimba comes back you guys are kind of nice
1: I don't really know uh-huh. uh, but he, he he wasn't like looking at his numbers just kind of randomly he wasn't playing poorly like he wasn't like it. it, he, it wasn't like him in Atlanta, to be sure, like, by the numbers. Damn. But, like, he was he was shooting really well from deep and just period, like, 46% from deep. So, I I, I don't know. Like, they, there can also, be reasons yeah. why you get rid of him, but, like, they would all involve trying to get somebody else to fill a particular need or something. Yeah. But I haven't followed that super close.
0: And the most important thing that he did was keep the ball out of Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown's hands, who were both very capable. But still, you'd rather have a point guard than two young dudes Dude, most of the
2: time. So nice dog. I'd have to he that. really, he really is. But he well, I shouldn't think I be think your think point. Tatum and Jason Brown are both in that like Kawhi like gotta get to their spots kind of thing players. You know what I mean? Mm. Like more of. Jason, more of Jeff T, not Jeff T, more of Jalen Brown than uh, Jason Tatum, but Jason Tatum still is like a, uh, you know, like, when he's out there like he playing with cones, you know what I mean? <laughs> it, sometimes around, like, actual players like he playing with cones, so it's pretty crazy. Um,
1: let's see. Also, um, according to an NBA agent, Lonzo likes playing with the Pelicans, but he doesn't like New Orleans so he's probably about to try and leave him free agency.
2: Uh, uh, Lonzo Ball is a point guard that teams will need.
1: Oh, no, no. There's definitely going to be a market.
2: Yeah, he's a point guard that teams will need. So he's going to be a wanted commodity, especially the, the way... Like, the, the biggest knock against him was, like, shooting, right? That was always his biggest knock. Well, not a no more. So... Um, you know, just depends what fit, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, I don't know what would be the best fit. In my my, in my opinion, Pelicans are probably the best fit, but I don't know what else would be the best fit for him. but there's obviously some be some fits out there, probably with like, uh, superstars, you know what I mean? So, uh,
1: apparently he would like to end up, uh, with the Knicks or the Bulls.
2: Oh,
0: <clears throat> Knicks or the Bulls. Okay. Interesting.
2: Wants to be with Zach Levine. Like okay,
0: I get it. Yeah. Um. You know what I think Norling should do? Move to Seattle. <laughs> do
2: you know how big that market is. Do you know how like how big that market is
0: for that city. There ain't no way they're moving. Oh, I I, I didn't say they. This is a actual thing they could do, but like this team ain't the same without Lonzo. Like you you've said it like plenty of times like we get a different version of Zion when Lonzo's not out there we get a different version of Brandon Ingram. Granted, no version of no version
2: of uh no version of Zion is bad. Uh, but Brandon Ingram, you don't want him doing too much. Like, and if he's a ball dominant, he's just like Justin Tatum, more like a Jalen Brown. Like, like they they're capable of doing things off the dribble, but like. You want them to like do things on the dribble in half court, not be like bringing the ball to court all kind of stuff. Zion exactly. can literally do whatever he wants. And he's he literally he can make it do whatever he wants, right? Not, Lonzo's gonna make the, the game easier for him, but he can do whatever he wants because he's just that ridiculous. So.
1: Yeah. Um, well, hmm. I mean, if nothing else, you know they lose it like they lose Lonzo because. He just doesn't like living in New Orleans. And in two years they draft Kennedy Chandler because you need a passer. But yeah, you know, they probably get someone a free agency. Have you, know?
2: you ever been to New Orleans?
1: Just to, like visit once or twice. So. Like actually, hold up, please. No, 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 no. Actually no I haven't. It's a
2: really nice place. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's fun. Nice food.
2: I mean, the, the, I thought he might have actually was going to go for the Clippers, though. The Clippers might actually be ready to pick him up, though. And I, I, was, I was really interested to see how that was, was going to be, but I'm not mad at no Rondo though.
0: Hey, he needed to go to the uh, Clippers next year just to, you know, go ahead and beat the Lakers, just, just to get that under your belt. I would like <laughs> to see that for the narrative. <clears throat> yeah, I got that. I dig that. I just think that'd be a fun story.
1: Um, what also, I guess, moving away from the players into coaching the coaching carousel a little bit. Um, Mike Woodson, longtime NBA assistant, occasional NBA head coach, um, has decided to like has agreed to a deal to coach for Indiana University. I
0: bet you call that man an occasional head coach. <laughs> I, that's how I Net- know,
2: like I'm pretty. Net-
0: why I do like,
2: these slick things? Childish. Childish. Childish.
1: No, it's just like pitch. he's had he had like two head coaching stints, and like he's otherwise basically just been like a career assistant,
2: occasional
0: slick.
1: No, in full seriousness, though. Understand serious.
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> he is something to coach. He's disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but um, um, full seriousness though, I, I'm not really sure how. Like, good for him, you know, for deciding to try coaching college ball, but like, I don't know. It's just, if I would think that, like, if you're like Indiana or somebody, right? Like, it it seems kind of a strange pickup. Like, I suppose it's like a. Medium risk, potentially high reward. If like it turns out he's a better college coach than a pro coach, um. Wait,
2: but like, Johnson's been doing his thing, right? Hmm. Every 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 Johnson's been doing his thing, right? I mean, minus you know the upside. Nah, he's
1: he's he's not coaching Bama no more. He hasn't played the last two years.
2: Oh, so he? <laughs> Never mind. Alright, yeah. going. On. you're proving my right. I'm proving you right.
1: Um, but um. Like Woodson just hasn't been a good NBA. Like his record is he's so he's under five hundred. Like as a head coach.
2: Honestly, just might be a old dude who we wanna not travel so much no more. You know what I mean? He's in the end was all
1: modern.
2: He wants like his college
1: coach really the answer for that though?
2: I mean it's better than the league. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's better like, than any two you... games. Each uh, every other day, find you know coast to coast, he might just want to be chilling. It's like,
1: it's like there are fewer games, yeah, but like there's recruiting, and yeah, like he's it. at a national that's, school. That's, he's just he to go all over the country for that's that
2: opportunity. They got it. Some coaches use their assistant coaches a lot more than others. <laughs> Look, there are some pe- there are some head coaches that they'll go out there and you know they'll, they'll see the top. You know, three or four, or, or not even three or four, two or three people that they're highly highly recruiting. But after that, you're going to see them assistant coaches out there speaking up for the coach. Like, he might be one of them. You know what I mean? Like, now we, we, we just got to see, right? But, you know, he probably just using his NBA resume for a little bit of clout to go out there into the, you know, to go into Indiana. He's like, it's my alma mater. He's doing all he can to stay more stationary than you would be <laughs> as assistant coach in the NBA. And I guarantee getting paid handsomely. Yeah.
1: Oh, he's probably getting paid well, but it's just like, if maybe it's just me, I'm not, like, as far as like, if we're talking like as a head coach, his resume isn't what you really, like, it's, it's not much to brag about, is what I'm saying.
2: He a coach like, He can brag enough, apparently. <laughs> Apparently, on this man. <laughs> and, and you know that also. Let's not get it twisted. He a black man. They chicken boxes.
0: Co- and this co- is after Indiana has been kind of scrubby, like they can't even recruit for real in their own state. Like oh, I, I, don't this, I don't think this is gonna be good.
1: They, they like I don't know the working world and in, in, in setting up black leadership fail yeah. it's just a thing
0: <laughs> i can't wait to see how he does on the recruiting trail to be honest with you i feel like that that's where it all makes sense especially when you have that triple down like if you if you come from the nba with that lore like you should be able to get somebody at least in that first year or two you can lie to somebody you can sweet talk them and tell them <clears throat> you you can sweet talk them tell them you know you got penny uh <laughs> Congratulations uh, on the win.
1: Oh yes, they won the but, United
0: But like if if he does not recruit well within like the first two years. We really gotta see what he does with the talent that's there at Indiana, because they're not a awful team.
1: Well, like I guess if I'm if I'm expressing concern like off of his NBA record, which in fairness, as we have stated before, a lot of that is just like whether or not your GM is any good at his job. Um, it's like, that, like, like, it, it would, it would, like, like, you would look at it and express some concern about whether or not he'd be a good X's and O's guy. Now, whether or not he'd be a good development guy is something that's not necessarily going to show. Um, but it'd be, but, like, that would be part of the concern. Um, yeah. also, uh, Shaka Smart is now the coach, the head coach for Marquette. Uh, which congratulations, he was not like it's like he was not fired. He he left, which which is fine. Like a lot of his players like would be graduating and otherwise like leaving for the league and whatever. So I to some degree you know get out while the getting's good, I suppose. And like they've wanted your head for forever and a day anyway,
0: like. <sighs> <clears throat> For like the past like three Which I've, years.
1: Never really, yeah. I've never really I've never completely understood, but you know. Uh, it's just, just I, like this is the, hmm?
0: Can I tell you what it is from like uh the Texas brass? Yeah. Go go ahead, yeah. Sure. They believe they're supposed to win way more than they are. Like like they they think they're like top two or three in the Big 12 in just about every sport. So when they don't have that type of success, you're out of there. But y'all, it's just not that school.
2: This is what I heard. This is what I also re- actually heard the I heard a similar thing recently when in the Kansas City they were for St. Patrick's Day they were calling it St. Patrick's Mahom Day, which is whatever. Have you all? Mm-hmm. But they on the radio they were talking to uh, his old uh, high, high school football coach, and they were like, you know talking about, like, uh, how he went to Texas Tech and, like, you know, just, like, the lure of Austin, Texas, though, right? University of Texas. (laughs) And the guy was, like, you know, he was just, like, the lure and the aura of, like, Texas, the University of Texas, is not what it once was at all, and the University of Texas has yet to realize that. (laughs) That, like, People are just fine going to Texas A&M or TCU or Texas Tech or wherever, right? In Texas, for instance. And Mm -hmm. they don't have, like, that – they're not on a pedestal like they were in, I don't know, the 80s or the 90s or whatever it is. But, like, the alumni and the the, the funders and all kind of stuff just don't realize that. Uh, And it's, like, step up. You know what I mean? Like, Like, it's modern times.
0: Yeah. They're stubborn, bro. That's that's like the whole thing with the Eyes of Texas stuff. Like, they're not trying to change the school song, even though they've had recruits tell them, you know, if the song wasn't what it is, there's what, probably what, what, a better what chance thought? of becoming here. What's up with the song? Like, <clears> throat> <and> throat> I believe the tune is based off of a, um, a, minstrel? a minstrel song. Oh. Uh, like, it's, uh, yeah, like, there, it's, it's, it's a Texas school, and it's one of the first Texas schools, so, you know, 1800s type stuff, so it's a, yeah. it's a lot of goofiness to go along with going to the University of Texas. Like, I don't, I don't know if y'all noticed, um, like, since Shaka Smart's moving, they've already lost a recruit in Tamar Bates, who plays for... Mont Burt? Or is it no? Is it I
2: or is it IMG? Who's gonna be their like head coach, you think?
0: I I don't well, know. Like, and I don't
1: here, care. Here's the thing, right? So they apparently <laughs> parted my understanding, right? It's like That's they rip. parted with Rick Barnes and were upset with Shaka for basically the same reason. That reason basically being struggles in March, ultimately, right? Um, and like, And, like, I, I think I've seen the question of why isn't, like, why didn't Shaka bring, you know, like, Havoc stuff or whatever to Texas? And apparently part of the reason is, like, the players that he can get at Texas don't, like, aren't going, like, don't want to buy into that, like, to do what you would need to do to do that. Um, but also, like, it's just, like, one of the things with him over at Texas during his tenure is just like, I think this was the first year where like the team's been healthy for real. Like, it's also like his first team that was actually like old where like you had a bunch of seniors and stuff for real. Um, but it's also his first one where like nobody like got injured or like so or like some wild stuff happened or whatever in the middle of the season or like before the season started. Um, and, like, I've, I think I also kind of feel like people don't make proper mental adjustments for certain situations when, like, like trying to calibrate or come up with an idea of how much things matter, right? Because, like, Texas lost to, what, Albion Christian um, in the first round of the, uh, of, of the tournament a couple weeks ago. And... Like I get that like they should have been able to win a game against, you know, some smaller school or what have you. They were one of the best teams in the country all year, pretty much. Um, but it's also just like as far as like the risk of losing to like the, the ease of winning to like the perception of how easy it it should be to win the game, a game against an in a smaller in state program that is halfway decent is like the perception of how easy it should be for them to win is miles apart from like how easy the game would actually be because they're they're going to show up for the game and they were already a decent team to begin with but like so like they're going to show up they're going to do what they do and they just don't like you right they just don't so like the idea and like to me like the idea and it's why it's probably why them big schools don't play those games for real because the little school is going to play harder. They're going to want it more. They're going to go for 50-50 balls and try and train every single shot. So, like, I wouldn't put too much stock in that one for me personally, right, just because of me understanding that. Um, but they've wanted him going for a while, and, like, I don't know. It's just, like, what are y'all expecting to happen? It's just, like, you... And so in fairness, it's the confusion I have for them doesn't extend like I have for Illinois with football. Um, Where like, I'm not sure what you're expecting because you're only good like once a decade.
0: Um,
1: But it's still just kind of like, is Texas, it's just like, they consistently feel good teams. I get that you don't have the success in March that you would like. But like at a certain point, I'm just kind of like, what are you expecting? Like at a certain point, you would think, because like the thing with March is like, there are a million and one things that can go wrong to keep you from getting anywhere for real. And even if you want to be like, oh, you know, maybe Shaka's just not that good in March. Maybe he's not. But it's kind of, it seems like one of those things where it's just like, you you haven't you didn't have much success with him in March. You didn't have. Much as the last guy or two in March, and like, it, like, mind you, he's actually like he's actually been doing good. They've recruited well. Like the team, even though like I guess you, like they've considered to have underperformed for various reasons, a number of which were outside of Smart's control personally. But like, they've been good team. Yeah, and. Like it is, and I think it's, and I don't know. Maybe they find some. Maybe they try and like find somebody to get like Beard isn't about to leave Texas Tech, but but like that's my understanding. Like if there's a dude they offer there's probably a dude they try and get, but I think his buyout is like seven mil or something. It's something big, because of course it'd be big, because you know the administration at Texas Tech isn't stupid, but. Um, it's just, would it be one of those things where it's just, like, kind of with Calipari at Kentucky outside of this season, it's just, like, outside of, like, giving you, like, putting you in the position that you really want to be in to be competitive for these things, like, there's not a whole lot more you can ask for from a coach for real. Like, you can ask for more, and, like, teams do, like, they... He's been three years only, like, with like, never making out of the first weekend, but it's just like most coaches don't. Most coaches aren't even in the tournament. Like, um, but you know, he left. He was smart about it. You know, he left before, you know, they fired him or what have you. He's going to Marquette, which is a smaller program, but it's, he'll probably be able to get dudes who buy more into like what he does and be able to over-recruit for whatever you consider Marquette to be. Yeah. Um, so like, it's a really good, like it was a smart move for him and a smart move for Marquette. There's not really any downside for them. Texas without a coach and they will have hope until they get frustrated with the next guy. Um, Like a bunch of these programs that, flound- that like, have these super high expectations that constantly flounder do. Um, just going from coach to coach, um, but you know maybe for all we know Texas gets a dude and like he's the guy and he brings them to the promised land.
0: But, no, like,
1: <laughs> Oh no, he won't. He won't. But maybe like it's technically possible, right? Anything is, anything is a possibility until like that option doesn't exist. Does yes, <laughs> but um. But like, I'm all like just me personally. I'm not really sure who you go out and get if you were them because, like, I would assume you'd want somebody who's won in March, but like, dudes don't get those jobs if they didn't win in March. Yes, Sister Jean, but like, she <laughs> actually, well, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: when you get in trouble, she calls Jesus, just like. Look, Jesus, they're acting up again. Like, get them right for me. And he just, like, comes down, no questions asked. But, like, the issue with that, though, is just, like, the issue, like, it'd be a recruiting issue because, like, she's super old.
0: <laughs>
1: like, what if, like, y'all, like, practice is about to start she just doesn't show up one day? Actually, right. I got super dark. Right. I take it back. <laughs> I take it back. God. I got super dark. But. <laughs>
0: Left turn. Left
1: turn. But, um, but yeah, um, it'll be interesting to see how smart does. It'll be interesting to see how Woodson does. And like, you know, the coaching carousel will probably start spinning here in a little bit. I think in some cases it has, but like, I'm, I don't know what to tell you with some of it and some of it's kind of wait and see, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, and, you know, there's still some recruiting stuff to finish up. Um, is there anything else of note? Um,
0: I <laughs> do kind of Unless you guys want to go ahead and um, talk about the su- Sweet
1: 16 movie. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. I um, also, I know, this like game is amazing. Um, it's really good. i I've i only been like watching snippets for real, but it's 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 as good as you would expect it to be. Are um, you Baylor yukon women. Oh yeah. Uh like it'll probably be over. Like probably not it'll be over by the time the podcast is done, but it's like half right now. Anyway, yeah. moving on. Gonzaga has basically been Gonzaga. Um, like you know what that means. They've just kind of whooped people this point like they got creighton without too much trouble, right? Um mm-hmm. also USC um got Oregon. And like in fairness, this is farther than I thought USC would make it. Um but I also thought they'd be playing different teams. Mm-hmm. Well I thought they I thought they'd be playing Iowa as opposed to Oregon. The Pac twelve was wildly overperformed in the tournament yeah. this year. Like, um, I only kind of peaked at the USC oregon game, but, you know, it was, it was kind of one, like, it was one-sided. Like, it was, or Oregon was getting what, basically, the whole game. Um, and sad news for me, just because of chaos
2: and general enjoyment,
1: oh, Oral Roberts lost to Arkansas. Oh, um, that last
2: shot was the best shot you could have possibly gotten.
1: <laughs> honestly. And like it just didn't fall. It's just one of those things. Yeah. Um. Absmuth got buckets like he usually does. In fairness, it was weird watching it though, because like, like actually like getting a good look for me was kind of like, I it kind of felt like he wasn't hitting shots like that. But like you look at the numbers and you look at the percentages and he, he was just fine. Uh, what? Oh, Banner. Was basically non-existent this game, for some reason. Um, like so, but like Arkansas was getting eaten up by the role by like the role players, though. Like due to like don't score like that for the team. I think they have a bun- a couple of them in like 10, 12, I think fifteen points maybe. Um, and it's just like, like I thought like because of that, like I was like Arkansas is not winning this one because it's just like. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, I guess O'Banner wasn't, like, didn't show up. Like, they he really needed to, which would be, like, at all in terms of scoring. But, like, they were getting, it's like, y'all are getting eaten up by role players. This isn't a good look if you're trying to win the game. Like, these, like they're scoring at will on you, basically. They're hit, like, it just doesn't really matter. You're letting them get to the rim. Like, they're knocking down semi-contested shots. It's just, it was a bad look. But somehow, Arkansas won anyway. Like, it didn't make sense. And, like, Arkansas fans are being assholes online about it because people are just kind of like, y'all really shouldn't have gotten this far, which is a fair argument because I think they've last couple games, they've been down most of them. Like, they played, credit to them, they played just good enough to win. Right? they played just good enough to win. And it's... And if you're an Arkansas fan, you take that. Because a win is a win, right? Survive in advance, lose, go home. Good, Just good enough to win is good enough to keep playing. But it's just kind of like... I don't know. Like, is someone like if you see that, like maybe they've just been getting lucky to, to a certain extent. Not all of it, obviously. Like, you have to be good enough to even get into a position to be lucky to begin with. But still...
2: Yeah, not um, a fan of cocky fans, because... You're not playing. <laughs> You're just watching other people play, and you think that gives you the right to be cocky? Like, who are you? Like, like and i, I pay that about Lakers fans and Yankees fans and Patriots fans. And, like, you can go through the list, right? Duke fans, whatever.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You're not playing. Like, what gives you the right to be like, you don't deserve to be here? You don't deserve to talk about this game! Like, what are you talking about? Like, shut shut up! I've always, that's always been my, one of my biggest pet peeves of, like, fan- fandom.
1: That's, actually, yeah, I completely understand that. It's just, it's kind of a weird thing. It's just like, it's like, yeah, your team is good. Be happy. Enjoy it. Don't talk needless shit. It's just, it's just unnecessary.
2: Be a fan. Don't be a, don't be a fiend for your team. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, like, relax.
1: Be trippy, well,
2: yeah. yeah, I know the word fan is short for fanatic. Yeah, but that's why there's a reason why people say fan and not fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> Cause, cause there's a reason for that. Don't one don't know one want to be referred to as a fanatic. Yeah. A fan, you cool with fanatic? A little too much.
0: It's surprisingly
1: accurate in a number of cases, though.
2: Oh, yeah. I know, and I named a couple of teams where that is mm-hmm. definitely the case. Yeah. You'd- they those, those are always the teams that, unless it's about their team, they don't actually know about the sport. Kobe, Kobe, R, R-I-P. Kobe number one. Kobe the best player ever. Kobe, relax.
1: Um, you know Baylor got Baylor got Nova, which I don't know, kind of to be expected. It would hurt the like your facilitator being out is gonna hurt you at some point. And it makes sense it would hurts you against a team that, like, shoots amazingly well and plays good defense, so...
2: Let me ask you a question, yeah. Kelvin. Is mm-hmm. there a reason why the Baylor formula is to have a bunch of black guys and one white guy who shoots?
1: I mean, in fairness, like, they all shoot, but, like... No, no.
2: But I can never remember a time where Baylor didn't just have one white guy out there sh- who just a shooter. Like, I can't remember one time where that wasn't the case with, with this coach.
1: I don't know. Like, do what works for you. It might just be one of them things that, like, like at a certain like at a certain point, you get the best players who want to play for you, and or like to fill a particular need for your crew. And it's just like he shoot. Like, I see, I see him over like peach jam or whatever. and He's shooting the shit out the ball. Just like, let me get him. Like, we already got facilitators, right? He doesn't need to create his own shot. He just needs to make them.
2: We got everybody that can do everything else. Well, let's just find a shooter. <laughs>
1: I mean, like, that's real, though, so like, at a certain point.
2: You know, oh, it is. I just always well, – I've I realized that recently. I am like, all, they, Baylor always has this one white guy who can just shoot, like, lights out. And, like, that's just been like the formula ever since i am playing, like, just, like, 2010. I'm just like, all right, do a thing. Whatever it works, works. But he ain't really watching. I mean, it beats He's being, right
1: being irrelevant. It beats being irrelevant. And they were irrelevant before, like, 2010.
2: Yeah, that's true. I mean, they started being relevant with, with uh, Pierre. Yeah. Uh, Pierre is when they started being yeah. relevant. Pierre Jackson?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Pierre Jackson was like 2010, 11, when he came from uh, community college. And then yeah. that's when they started being relevant. And then they haven't really teared off since then.
1: Him and what, Percy Jones III, I want to think?
2: Yep. Perry Jones. Yeah. Jones. Yep. And then that's when they started being relevant. And all of a sudden, they, they just been consistent since then and this year they have a strong chance to win the championship for the first time in a minute um, oh in like 60 years? they they won't because think exactly. they won't if it's Baylor versus Gonzaga and, and Baylor's playing like the best Baylor can play they can really beat anybody it's just Gonzaga is really good so like we just haven't seen them lose yet but
0: if anybody's going to beat them it's going to be Baylor and look, here's the thing on that. Gonzaga has all of the things that you need to beat Baylor. And I think Baylor is just going to be at a disadvantage because of that. They got they got the rebounding. They got the bodies that can guard you. Like, and you're probably not going to outscore
2: Gonzaga. Wait, for Baylor and Gonzaga to win, for Baylor and Gonzaga to play, they have, they have to play in national championship, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. I but have, like, the, if they, like, if I, they both get to national championship, that's going to be a fire game, though.
1: It is like so, like, I don't want it just because, like, I want to be right, but I like, also like I also <laughs> want the game because, like, we didn't get it in the regular season, right? But, um, but like a concern that I've had for Baylor, which hasn't really needed to be borne out because, like, they've because the, the because you know, trying to make a good bracket to crapshoot, and like they just they didn't meet a lot of te- teams that I thought they would at this point, um, but like one of my concerns is that like they tend like the the hand, the, the two or so games they lost they shot terribly from deep um and like they don't get to the line like that there's a team like they only get a, to the line a handful of times a game and they do not shoot well from the, from like the free throw like for a team that shoots this well from deep they are surprised like they're they're atrocious from the free throw line um like i think it's in like the 60s the, the team free throw percentage. But like they're like the best, like one of the best, if one of the best, if not the best, three point shooting team in the country. Um and like assuming I am correct, and we will see how these things bear out. Oh, this isn't it's not okay. But um like Houston is currently up almost 20 points on Oregon State um at the half. But like if Baylor like, my, like, I think Houston will be in the finals with Gonzaga. We will see. But, like, one of the things that Houston does that no one else in the country does for real, I don't think, is like playing, even good shooting teams go to, like, play Houston and become Chuckers. Like, Houston's defense is amazing. Like, they have, like, if you play Houston, like, as on, on aggregate, right? You play Houston, you will not shoot well. You will not shoot well from two. You will not shoot well from deep. Like, and, like, they make, the, the game gets ugly just off the strength of that, right? And, like, I feel like if, if, if those teams meet head-to-head, I feel like it's one of those things where, like, Houston will turn Baylor into Chuckers and Houston will still hit what they hit, probably, because, like, they, they do this all the time. It's just like, you play ugly games occasionally. We live here. Right. Um, And, it's what, like, we'll see. Like, I like a lot of Houston's players. Grimes is kind of a problem offensively. Drew runs it, basically. Like, he's a good facilitator. He's a big guard, like 6'5". Like, they just... Uh, oh, Sasser's a good shooter. And, like, they all play good... Like, they, they play de- amazing defense as a team. So, like, that, assuming that Final Four happened and, like, some wild stuff doesn't happen, like, Baylor loses, or, like, Oregon State improbably plays just well enough to beat Houston, who's not a team that is easy to play well enough, just good enough to beat, um, just because of how they play. Like, it'll... It'll be a fun game, if nothing else, right? It, it might be ugly. For all I know, one of the other teams just gets blown out. It probably won't happen, but it'll be interesting. Um, you know, Gonzaga will probably get USC because they got the bigs to hang, and you can't, like, like Allen said, you can't really outscore Gonzaga. Like, if you, put, if you try to do a shooting contest against Gonzaga, you will lose. You just will, because they because they play good defense and like they don't miss and they will find shots to make. Like it, w- watching them is it's it's kind of it, it's really really it's something else. Uh, like it, it's it's an experience. I'll put it like that. Um, also, Michigan's gonna play UCLA after UCLA managed to get Alabama um, in. A game that went into overtime and like Bama just kind of fell apart defensively in overtime. Um, it was, I don't even know. That was, that was just kind of an odd game. Um, but you know, good on UCLA to make this far. Nobody saw it coming because, of course, they didn't. Uh, there's a reason y'all were in the play in game. Um, and it's the truth, though, like, but, um, you know, they're going to play Michigan, who also got farther than I thought they would get without Livers. And, like, they've been convincing in those wins. So maybe I overvalued how good Livers – well, not how good he was, but how important he was to the team continuing to run, which is fair because a lot of teams, your more important players dip out and, like, like, get hurt, and it's just like it's kind of a mess, but that's not the case with Michigan. They've kind of been on a roll, they were in control against Florida State basically the entire time. Like, the high scoring game were kind of boring, honestly. Um, the last two days, like, it was because just like the team that won was in control the whole way. Um, also, Syracuse was never like didn't really look like they'd ever beat Houston Houston Tournament Chuckers. Buddy mm-hmm. Bayheim was like, who's been basically automatic the last couple of games? Like, been shooting out of his mind. Did not shoot well against Houston. Like, they they know how to shut shooters down. But on that note, you know, these, uh, these next couple games will be interesting. Baylor against Arkansas, Gonzaga against USC. They should be entertaining, if nothing else. Right. I feel like we know how those games end. Like the Mobleys aren't saving USC from elimination against Gonzaga. I have no idea how Arkansas got here, but it probably ends here. Um, Oregon State is looking like they're about to get blown out by Houston. and I actually have no idea what's going to happen with the Michigan-UCLA game, but if it Plays like it seems like it's going to. Michigan's going to win. It's not going to be particularly close. It is just going to be a thing. Like, I don't know what to tell you on that. Um. Also, again, this Baylor, UConn game is really, really good, and it's probably the best game that's going to get played all day. So, yeah. Anything else? I feel like I've. I feel like I've just kind of
0: rambled. Oh no, bro! Look, you you doing the hey? This is Calvin's quarter, bro. You this is this is you. This is college basketball, bro. This is your segment. Uh,
2: yeah, I had because I had nothing
0: to input. I know what kind of input. Right? <laughs> Look, when the Traveler hooper came together, we knew exactly what our spots were. NBA, college basketball, high school basketball. That's what we gonna do. Right. But yeah, fair
1: Granted, when this comes out, this, you know, the Yukon baylor game will be over. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, like, when, when it finally drops, right? This, right. this game will walk been decided. Um, But, you know, if someone's listening to it and it didn't watch the game, go on ESPN.com, watch it. It's it's kind of amazing.
0: Yeah. But if that is everything, about time to wrap it up. Like Trojan. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> on that note, thank you guys for tuning in for another episode of the Travel Hoopers Podcast. I am your host, Alan Pettigrew, and these fine gentlemen can go ahead and sign off for themselves.
1: Um, you know, once again everybody, I'm Calvin McGowan. It's always a pleasure to be here. Um as as always, you can listen to us for on the podcast. Um if you're joining us on YouTube, you know, leave a Leave you know, like, share, and subscribe. Leave something in the comments, um, and like you know, enjoy the tournaments and stuff. Cause it only comes around once a year, and it didn't come around last year.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. And you know, it's it's okay. Your brackets and shambles. You don't care anymore. I know. I'm there too. Like, but yeah. So enjoy the rest of your week.
2: And uh, Philip Dixon, and if you're smart like me, you are a teacher, and you have all your students fill out brackets, and you tell them what to do. So you have like 17 different examples. Uh, <laughs> so you're not gonna be really wrong. You're gonna be way wrong sometimes, but sometimes you're gonna be really right. Uh, so you know, do your thing, finesse the system, and uh, you know, I'm about 5000.
1: you for the brackets. <laughs>